0: For Pacifica Radio, May 11th, 2023. I'm Scott Horton. This is Anti War Radio. All right, y'all, welcome to the show. It is Anti War Radio. I'm your host, Scott Horton. I'm editorial director of AntiWar.com and editor of the book, Hotter Than the Sun, Time to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. You can find my full interview archive, eh, about 6,000 of them now going back 20 years, at scotthorton.org and at youtube.com slash scotthortonshow. And you can follow me on Twitter, if you dare, at scotthortonshow. All right, you guys, introducing our next guest. It's Mutaki Akbar, and he is a lawyer for the Uhuru movement. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself? Thanks for having me on.
0: I'm doing great, and I really appreciate you joining us today. We have a really important story here about the Uhuru movement out of St. Petersburg, Florida, indicted by the Department of Justice on, I guess, Foreign Agent Registration Act charges and others. Under the accusation they're acting as agents of Russia, interfering in american elections they weaponized the first amendment the u.s attorney said so this is a huge story uh really no matter who the subject of it is if it's the first amendment in question here on these federal charges so um first of all could you please tell us for those unfamiliar what is the uhuru movement and what is it exactly that the government is accusing them of here
1: all right so the Uhuru movement is um they go also go by the name of the African People's Socialist Party um is their chairman is chairman Omalie Yeshitele. um and they've been around probably since the, the you know 70s um it's an organization socialist it's considered a socialist organization um but the main effort is the freedom of African people um and in 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 reaching that effort um, they've done things as far as opening bakeries. They've opened, um, you know, like like daycare centers. They have a, a community in St. Louis where there's a basketball um, court, where there's um, housing for people that are um, that that are just getting out of incarceration. There's a um, a garden in, in in a community that was left impoverished. They built all that in St. Louis. They've done the same thing in St. Petersburg. Um, So so that's the actual work that they've been doing. Um, A part of their mission has also been for fighting for reparations for African people, um, bringing awareness about, you know, the things that that goes on against African people in in the United States, whether it's um, police brutality, whether it's um, over-policing the communities, um, neglecting the communities, healthcare, education, um, all those issues that are important to the Black community. Um, you know, Chairman O'Malley, Yeshatela, along with the African People Socialist Party, have been bringing awareness um, to all of those issues, and not just verbally, um, but also doing the work. Um, by by investing in the community and, and putting money and efforts into the communities to improve it. Um, and that's been going on since the 70s. Um, in this effort, the African People's Socialist Party has collaborated with people throughout the world, not just in Florida, not just in St. Louis, but people throughout the world um, to bring awareness to this, not only bring awareness to the work that they're doing in the community, but also bringing awareness to um, the struggles um, that Black people have in America, um, and and that has attracted, you know, people from again throughout the world to hear the chairman speak on it, and also to find ways to assist in those efforts. Um, so that that that's a summary of, you know, what what I know of of the party, um, you know, both from my representation just recently, and also just being familiar with the party prior to my representation. Um, as far as what they're facing right now, the nutshell of it is there's a Russian name, Ionov um, who started communicating with the party. Um, and in that communication, they were, or became aware or, or assumed that Ayanoff was aligned with the efforts that the African People's Socialist Party has been doing, um, like I said, like since its existence. Um, aligned with it in the sense of bringing awareness to it, bringing some of these issues to the United Nations. Um, Also, um, you know, kind of like spreading knowledge about reparations and and how reparations can work. Um, So with that alignment, the government has um, taken that relationship and kind of ignored the the 30 years, well, 50 years of work that the party has been doing and, and, and turned that into, this Russian Ionov um, has been instructing the party as to what to do, what to say, how to say it, what to publish, how to publish it. Um so the language in the indictment goes from like hey they discussed this and this is what came out to um kind of making it seem as if um I and off was directing the party to to you know do certain things and say certain things. Mm-hmm. Um so normally you know, if you're if you're engaging with another, a foreign government and that foreign government makes you do things or instructs you to do things on behalf of that government, then you can be indicted for that up under this the statute that they charge. Um, I think the problem that the government is going to have um, with this is, again, ignoring 40, 50 years of work that the party's been doing and ignoring the fact that the party was you know, did not need any instruction and did not get any instruction and was not made to do anything. This is the work that they've been doing. And if somebody comes along, whether they're truthful or not, or whether they're being manipulative or not, um, and align themselves with that work, that's not, you know, corroborated with a foreign agent.
0: Hmm. All right. Uh, it's anti war radio. I'm talking with Mutaki Akbar. He is a lawyer representing the Uhuru movement in St. Petersburg, Florida. And they are, uh, as he's been describing, a black leftist internationalist group with a 50 year track record of working with foreign groups all around the planet this whole time. And now they have th- some relationship with this Russian. And Accused of acting as foreign agents. So let me ask you this. Is it really the case then that the government's case hinges on their theory that the Uhuru movement changed what they were saying and what they were doing because of this Russian involvement? Otherwise... It's perfectly legal and acceptable for American groups to accept foreign money. We see every think tank in Washington, D.C. is backed by the UAE or Qatar or Saudi Arabia or Israel.
1: Right. Yeah. So so I think I think a few things led us here. One is Russia um, two the, the, the message that the party or the mission of the party is, um, you know, for for. The uplifting of, of the black community, and and three is calling out our government for neglecting the black community. Um, so when you have those three together, I think that's going to create eyes on you and 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 ways to bring down you know that that effort. Um, but yes, it, it it has to be the work that they did or the work that they started doing was because of the Russian government. Um, otherwise, like you know, I think. What was said in the press conference yesterday and what's um, been discussed is that any group in America can say and, and do what they want to do as long as it doesn't cross the line of violating um, the First Amendment. And from what we can tell, none of what was done or has been done violates the First Amendment. Um, so the only way they can attack it is is to try to say that they're, they're being influenced by a foreign government.
0: Which makes sense. Um- Sorry, hang on just one second. Hey, y'all, Scott Horton here for Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. Man, this stuff is so good. They get all different flavors. Garlic habanero, honey habanero, pineapple habanero, poblano jalapeno, and the blood orange ghost. They're all so good, I swear. And for a limited time, Tennessee Hot Sauce Company is featuring official Scott Horton hotter than the sun thermonuclear hot sauce. It's full of Carolina Reapers, scorpion peppers, Dr. Pepper, hydrogen isotopes, and all kinds of things that'll burn your tongue clean off. Seriously, it's really good. Get yourself a hot sauce subscription. Spend $40 or more and use promo code Scott to get a free bottle of hotter than the sun hot sauce. That's TNHotsauceCo.com. Hey, y'all gotta check out these awesome busts of our hero, the great Ron Paul. They're made by the renowned sculptor Rick Casali. They're 13 inches tall, hand-painted bronze resin based on Casali's brilliant original. Y'all may have seen mine in the background on my bookshelf in some recent interviews. The thing is unbelievable. Check out this incredible piece of art at rickcasali.comslash Ron ronpaul and you'll see what I mean. Use promo code Horton and you'll save 25 bucks, and this show will get a little kickback too. That's rickcasale.com slash ronpaul. Casali is C-A-S-A-L-I. RickCasali.com slash Ron Paul. And there's free shipping too. And of course, the Foreign Agents Registration Act is notoriously, extremely selectively enforced depending on when they want to use it. Uh, For example, they made a huge case out of that Russian gun rights activist, Maria Butina, when Mm -hmm. she was just trying to legalize guns in Russia. She wasn't trying to affect American politics at all, but. They just nailed her anyway and held her in solitary confinement for months and all these things when probably 90 percent of Washington, D.C. is on the take of one foreign potentate or another, you know, whether they declare themselves so under fair or not. Um, But so let me ask you this real quick, because this seemed important to me. I just saw one small picture in one of the news stories here of a bunch of cops dressed up like soldiers on a night raid in Afghanistan. Was this a militarized type SWAT raid on the Uhuru movement?
1: It was. Um, they. What, what happened was they they served search warrants on both the of the um, Aquaba Hall, I believe is what they what it's called in St. Louis and in St. Petersburg, all at the same time. But yes, they arrived in um, militarized vehicles, drones, guns pointed at them. Um, drones, um, pipe huh? Bombs, um, pipe bombs thrown in the house. And, and you can see in all the videos, I've seen the videos that was taken from the home. I'm sorry. Um, that, Did he say pipe bombs
0: thrown in the house? You mean like flashbang grenades?
1: Yeah, flash I'm sorry, yeah, flashbang gotcha. grenades yeah. thrown in. Um, I guess in order to to get their attention. But yeah, it was it was full force on um Chairman O'Malley, who who I can remind you is an eighty-one year old, you know, man and, and his wife, um, you know, at their house along with the you know, the the different centers that that you know and I mean an African People Socialist Party has never been accused of, arrested for, no video of any violence, threatening any violence, being in a quote unquote extremist group at all. Um, you know, they they might have gotten Bust at if they would have just knocked on the door. But I think they should have started with just knocking on the door and saying, hey, we got a
0: war. Well, as you said, this group has been around for 50 years. The FBI knows everything about them, including how not militant they are. I mean, militant in a very literal sense there. They didn't think they were going to be met with guns. Right. But that's part of the show, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and also, it's not just part of the show, because on the receiving end of that, It could be extremely scary, especially for someone in their 80s, be raided by guys, you know, like it's the Waco raid, full paramilitary uh, SWAT type raid, Uh, unnecessary thing they do to people all the time.
1: Right. I mean, and and it's interesting because, you know, they, they showed up in the exact same way or appearance that this group has spoken out against you know for years you mm-hmm. so know they speak out against the you know militarizing our police our police force and that's exactly how they showed up so so they can't deny that you know some of at least a, a part of the issues that they fight against um is not real when they when they experienced it themselves and it was unnecessary you know and we can't ignore the fact that you know like the militarization of law enforcement is not necessarily to, to you know, play military, but it's, a, it's, it's psychological warfare on the community by showing up that way. And so it's the same psychological warfare against these people um, by showing up that way, by not just knocking on the door, but showing up in force that way.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's anti-war radio. I'm Scott Horton talking with Mutaki Akbar. He is a lawyer representing the Uhuru movement here, um, being charged with acting as agents for the Russian Federation, believe it or not. Um, and I don't know if you could talk about this part of the case, but I believe in one of these stories I read, uh, part of the story was that the member of the group that was talking to this Russian, isn't even a member of the group anymore anyway, and they had kicked him out and this kind of thing. Can you elaborate about that, please?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that we know, um, that one of the indicted, a guy named Romain, last name Romain. he um, was continuing. We don't know what his involvement was, what he was doing, but that's correct. He he has not been a part of the African People's Socialist Party for several years.
0: For several years, and they're yeah. being and, and does it look to you like whatever it is, you know, whatever uh, deal of however one would describe it with the Russians was made by this guy and not the other guys, or they all kind of were talking with the same guy.
1: Well, I mean, what what I can say is that the relationship that the African People Socialist Party had with Ayanog, um was not one of a quid pro quo. It was not one of a, uh, you need to do this for us. I don't know what Romaine's relationship was with the, uh, with or, or anybody from Russia. I see.
0: And look, I mean, I think if anyone wants to just go and put Uhuru in your local uh, search engine and look at the recent news and see who these people are and what they're talking about, it doesn't make any sense in the world that they would change their point of view Because of influence of foreign money, these are clearly leftist anti-imperialist, committed anti-imperialist, as you said, with a focus on Africa and on African-Americans. But they, for example, denounced. American participation in the war in Ukraine, as have many anti-war groups from all over the political spectrum. That doesn't make them foreign agents at all. But can you tell us what are the accusations here about some intervention in a local election there in St. Petersburg? That's supposed to be a big deal here, I guess.
1: Yeah. So um, two. Well, one, one of the indicted, um, Jesse Neville, who's actually my specific client, um, ran for mayor in St. Petersburg, and his, I mean, he didn't run thinking that he was going to win, of course, you know, somebody who for the African People Socialist Party running in St. Petersburg, if you're familiar with St. Petersburg, Florida, um, he wouldn't get close to the votes that he needed. But the purpose was to spread this idea of reparations um, and to have a platform on reparations in order, you know, and just and spread it. Um, and there, the the allegations are that he ran because Russia told him to run and that Russia funded his entire campaign, which by the way, he he raised maybe 5% or less of what the other candidates raised. Um, and, and none of that money came from Russia or, or any kind of Russian government agency, as far as money that he can identify. And, and again, his platform was the same platform that, that the African People's Socialist Party had for the last 50 years, they just chose to use, to, to, to have Jesse Neville um, run and to be able to use that platform in order to speak out against it. Um, and, and for those who, who are not aware, Jesse Neville and Penny Hess are a part of, kind of like an affiliate group, Is like the solidarity group. And the solidarity group are is, is um, white people actually who, are in solidarity with the African People's Socialist Party um, and help raise money, help fight for reparations um, on behalf of the African People's Socialist Party. So Jesse Neville was picked to run as mayor in that position.
0: Yeah. All right. Listen, I'm sorry we're out of time, but this is such an important story. And I really wish uh, people look at it. And I appreciate your time on the show. This is all of our First Amendment and all of our right to participate in american politics at stake here on the chopping block so uh really appreciate your effort on behalf of the first amendment here and on behalf of these clients
1: all right thank you thank you for having us and thank you for helping us get get their story out there
0: absolutely all right you guys that is mutaki akbar he is a lawyer representing the uhuru movement in st louis and st petersburg and that is it for anti-war radio for today i'm your host scott horton from antiwar.com Find my full interview archive, almost thousand of them now going back 20 years, at scotthorton.org and at youtube.com slash scotthorton show. And follow me on Twitter at Scott Horton Show. I'm here every Thursday from 2:30 to 3 on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA. See you next week.